Hey, what is up, guys? And welcome to Bachelor Pad Podcast, where we are two bachelors who never really watched ABC's The Bachelor before, and we sit down and review episodes right after the air. I am Scott, and I'm here with my best friend in the world, Tyler. What's up, guys? And it is the the final the countdown. final countdown. Yeah, it's the end. Yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, I also can't believe uh, that we are about to be sued for everything that we own uh, yes. for that. Yeah. Stealing that. <laughs> Just because we did that one little sound bite yeah. of us making it out of our mouths. <laughs> hey, acapella is still uh, piracy. Is it? No. Oh, but okay. I'm I'm starting a campaign. Like for president? No, no, no. For acapella being pri- piracy. <laughs> okay, yeah. you're you're trying to ruin. Yeah, us. I'm I'm trying to ruin. Is this you, you telling me that you're just tired of doing this podcast? No, with me? no, no. I'm oh, not okay. trying to ruin us. I'm trying to ruin acapella. Oh, you didn't like Pitch Perfect? I loved Pitch Perfect, and I loved Pitch Perfect too. And then Pitch Perfect three came out, and I was like, boycott acapella. Mm, I haven't seen two or three. I did like one. Uh, one was the best. I yeah, mean, two was, a, was a, a little drop down, uh, from the first one, but it was still good. You know, it was still mm. everything I wanted it to be. And then, uh, the third one was, uh, this season of the bachelor. Oh, a dumpster fire. <laughs> it was, it was a train wreck that I couldn't look away from. Yeah. Uh, we, we made it, you and I, we did make it and I'm proud of us. I am too, because honestly, I think both of us wanted to give up. At, there were various points where I was like, do I want, do we want to keep doing this? Like this is a, a big commitment Yeah, that like on a work night, we're spending three plus hours. Yeah. Doing this, doing this, but we do it for you guys. We do it for you geckos. You're worth it. Yep. That's what, uh, that's what matters to us. You guys matter. Yeah, you do. Well, what's, uh, what's new with your life? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, just, you know, puppy problems. Mm. Uh, so we came home or I should say, this our, is going to be my thing too. So I'm excited that you're talking. Oh, we'll, about we'll just both. We'll, we'll share, talk, this share it one together. Thing. Yeah. 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 Because you and I haven't really talked about this yet. No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our Scott and I are both at work Yep. and we get a text message. So just a, so I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, set this up a yeah. little bit further. Back it up. Yeah. Um, so I got a text back, from back, Amazon back today. <laughs> at like 10 in the morning mm. saying my package was delivered. Okay. And uh, two days ago, I ordered a new keyboard for my MacBook. Um, I wanted to get just a wireless keyboard so I can have it and have my Mac up on a, whatever they're called, an elevator or something. Yeah, I, that's why I call it. To okay. be honest with you, I say it with so much confidence earlier. I don't know if that's what they're called. Okay. But. Um, but I ordered a new keyboard. It's one of the really nice new ones. I think they're called Magics or something. Uh, yeah, it's the Magic Keyboard 2, but it's the 10 key, which is yeah. a pretty big deal. Yeah. They just came out like a year and maybe a half ago. Mm-hmm. Because for a long time, if you wanted 10 key, it had to be wired. Yes. Mm-hmm. So 10 key. This is the first wireless one. For those non-nerdy people. is the, There's the number pad on the right. The number pad on the right. Yep. Yeah. And so I was super excited about it. I ordered it two days ago. It was coming in today. I got the delivery, this uh, notification this morning, but it's raining outside and I was really worried about it getting ruined. Yeah. And so I texted our other roommate. His name is Lingle, as we affectionately call him. And uh, I said, hey man, can I just had a package delivery. Can you bring it inside for me? And then two minutes later, I got a text back with a thumbs up, done. I was like, great. This is a great day. Yeah. I'm like, I'm Crisis so excited. I get averted. to go home. I'm going to have this cool new toy to mess around with. 
you get to do what uh, anyone who has ever owned an Apple product before uh, understands as the joy of the Mac unboxing. Yes. Apple product unboxing is the best unboxing. It's so much fun. They, they're they masterful at the way that they put things together. Yeah, their packaging is just great, and it just gives you so much catharsis mm-hmm. that you feel like Everything this looks is, so clean and so beautiful when it comes out. That you're like, this is why I spent so much money on. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. It feels worth it. Yeah. Uh, and then at around 4 o'clock. Yeah, about 4 we both get a text message from Lingle mm-hmm. and, and it's a video. It's a video and it, it opens with his face <laughs> just looking like, well, sorry. Like mm-hmm. that kind of whelp, like shoulder, all shoulders. Yeah. Kind of a face. And it flips the camera flips around, around. Yeah. And there's just destruction in the house. Yeah. There's just cardboard everywhere. <laughs> and then your keyboard chewed up on the floor, on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it was um, a low quality video, so I couldn't tell if there was damage to the keyboard. And so I, like the only thing I think I texted to it was like, is the keyboard chewed? (laughs) (laughs) Did they chew the keyboard? And then unfortunately, rest in peace. Yeah. (laughs) Or pieces. Or pieces, yeah. I mean, it's all in one piece. It's aluminum construction, but Mm -hmm. uh, one of the buttons is super messed up. So, so jacked. Yeah. Uh, So that's, our life is uh, puppy problems. Yeah, puppy uh, problems 2K20. Echo is very sweet, mm-hmm. very timid. Like if you look at her the wrong way, she feels bad. Yeah. But whenever we're not here with her, she's a terrorist. She, yes, yeah, she can be. Yeah. Because like he didn't even like bring the package and sit on the floor. Like he set it on our table. Yeah. And so... I have a feeling my dog Onyx might have helped her get it down. Oh, I, I feel very <clears throat> confident. But I think she for sure is the one who did most of the destruction after it was down. I'm also certain of that fact. They were yeah. very fine teeth marks. Mm-hmm. Like his teeth are, are thick. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, more dull at this point in his life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he is, he teaches her bad habits. Yeah. Like pulling stuff down off the counters. Well, they're so cute together and they have so much fun together. They're they're constantly playing with each other. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Which is awesome to watch mm-hmm. and and we love them both. Uh, but, you know, I, it is a little bit like, uh, I feel like you, uh, <laughs> I haven't said this to you before, so hopefully it doesn't go over poorly. Uh-oh. Uh, I feel like you are getting uh, like karma mm. from Onyx at your previous roommate's house. Oh, from my other friend that I lived with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and how Yeah. real quick story. I had, a, I had another friend that I lived with that, um, we were friends. We're not really friends anymore. I think partly because of this and partly because of other things, but, uh, he had a pool and Onyx would constantly drink the pool water, which also gave Onyx bathroom problems. I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chlorine is, uh, not great for dogs digestive no, system. No. And so there, yeah. there was one time where he was walking through the house and happened to step in a cold pile of watery dog poo. Yeah. And it was, it was not good. And so, so I feel like you're reaping, reaping the whirlwind. Yeah. yeah of, uh, of puppy. I mean, I kind of did to myself cause I was the one who said, Hey Tyler, look at, here's this dog. <laughs> yeah, Do you, you want to get it? You did. <laughs> and then I called you 
Uh huh. And I was like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I wasn't like really necessarily like mad at her. I was just kind of disappointed that I didn't get the like super clean unboxing and everything was gonna be. Great. Oh yeah, but you know that's life with uh, yep. with a puppy. puppy is yeah. it's just bound to happen. Like we're definitely gonna have to paint the baseboards. Oh, for sure. And, and our walls and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but in like a year or two, she's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Just right now, it's a lot of give and take. It's going to just be really awkward when she's in the still feels like a puppy, but is as big as an adult. <laughs> and she's just super clumsy around everything. But yeah. I mean, that's enough about us. Let's dig into the episode. Yeah, that was a lot about us. Sorry, but... Uh, but we care about each other, and this was kind of us catching up, too. Yeah. Uh, so we, like we mentioned to you guys last week, we decided to roll part one and part two together. of uh, the finale together. Uh, so we didn't release yesterday. Uh, and so this is the this is the grand finale. Yes. So we have a lot to catch up we on. We have a lot of things to talk about. So we start off uh, with uh, Peter is in Australia. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of doing a voiceover. Yeah. Uh, But it's going to be, we understand that it's going to be him introducing both girls to his parents. To his family. Yep. And we get teased out by Chris Harrison that we are finally going to get to know who on earth Peter's mother is talking about. Yep. And And, there's a little bit of foreshadowing here too where Peter actually compares falling in love with the Australian outback. Oh, and I don't remember this at all. What how he, he opened yesterday. No, that's basically what he said. He said, love is like this place. Like, uh, as it's like desolate? showing it. Yeah. That's what I'm, I was like. I don't know what it, what he's talking about. Like, he's like, it's wild. There's it's- no water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're very thirsty. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. That but, is pretty yeah. accurate for mm-hmm. Peter then. Uh, yeah. Uh, before we jump into uh, Peter with his parents, were there any other things that you noticed that you wanted to That was That was pretty oh, much was it. The that was the funniest thing that I, I saw. So uh, Peter sits down with his folks and his little brother, and uh, he starts talking about how the last couple of weeks have gone. Yeah. And almost immediately, Peter's mom turned sour on Madison. It, and it wasn't just her. It was the whole family. Yeah, it was. But, but mostly Barbara. Mostly Barbara. And we'll call her Barbara from <laughs> for most of the rest of the episode. Yeah, but. because she's become a meme. Yeah. As Barb. Good old Barb. Good old Barb. Uh, so we'll call her Barb. But up until now, we've really only known her as Peter's mother. As Peter's mom. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, Barb was for sure the more down on her. Like uh, Peter has some like asides with his family, with his mom, with his dad and with his brother. Mm-hmm. And with his brother, his brother was like, do you really think that you can stop having sex? Yeah, like, I think he it actually, had nothing to do with Madison. He was just like, that's not you. Like, you can't do that. dude." Well, I think that actually wasn't aside when it was during Madison's day, like Madison's time there. It might have been. Uh, I mean, my memory's hazy from 24 hours ago, but I feel very confident that that was earlier. It might have been. Yeah, might have been. Uh, but uh, yeah, in any event, Barb was was she had written Madison off from the get go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he talks to his dad, uh, in one of his one-on-ones with his family 
And he has the gall to tell his dad, I'm in love with two women and one of them is making it very hard on me. And he's referring to Madison. Mm -hmm. And he has the gall to say that like, yeah, I'm in love with her, but she's making it so hard on me. And it's like, dude, she's super in love with you and you're the one who made this so hard on her. You're making it hard on her, yeah. You made this so hard on her by doing the one thing that she asked you. Or not even asked you, she just said... If you, just so you know, if this happens, it's going to be very hard on me. Yeah. And we've kind of hashed this out in the last couple of weeks, but it's like, it's a pretty big thing. Like she wasn't saying like, it's me or her right now. Make a decision. No. She was saying, here's my values. And if you're committed to me, know that if you were to do these other things, it would be very difficult for me. Like it would hurt me. And but he was you're like, a big boy. You can make your own decisions. And he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to then just do the thing that will hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe that he said that to his dad. Um, so Hannah ends up having the first family time. Yeah. And the family seems to love her. Well, I think that Barb really likes her because she's not Maddie. Probably. But I mean, everyone seems to really like her. Sure. I just, I'm, I'm going to go in a little harder on this and I might be accused of being too hard on Barb through the course of this episode. Uh, but I feel like she would have reacted the exact same way to Victoria with all of maybe. Victoria's like, maybe, Meh, you know? Yeah. Well, I, th- I mean, and we Dismissive. come to find out later and, and we, uh, I guess we could save it for then, but in something that happens between Madison and the mom's interaction, like she very much feels like Madison is not the right person for him. Yeah. But I think that she made, she drew that conclusion very hastily. Like she drew that conclusion before she talked to either of them. Sure. Yeah. And so she goes into her time with Hannah, like you're not Madison. You're not Madison. So you're great. Or at least just gave her the benefit of the doubt. to Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they have a, a pretty good interaction, mm-hmm. but honestly, Madison's whole time with Peter's parents, I was kind of whatever about. Yeah. I didn't have a ton of notes from that time. Um, the, the only thing that really came up was in Peter's I'm sorry, I said Madison, I meant Hannah's. Yeah. The only thing that really came up for me in that time was, uh, Peter's talking with his dad and he says, you know, I'm in love with both. I'm in love with two women. And he says, well, like, tell me more about like Hannah. And he says, there's nothing lacking. There's absolutely nothing lacking. Mm. And then his dad is like, okay, well then like, what's the problem? He goes, well, you know, I'm in love with like, my heart's being pulled in two different places. Yeah. And then he reaffirmed that there's nothing lacking. Right. And it's like, okay, well, I don't think you understand that those two (laughs) things can't coexist. They're mutually exclusive. Yeah, You might be right earlier uh, that this was around the same time. It was after uh, Hannah Ann's date that she talks with the brother. I just may have put the note because I didn't take really hardly any notes about Mm. Hannah Ann's uh, time. But uh, yeah, and then he has a conversation with his brother and he says something that just astounded me. Uh, he says that, uh, his brother was like, well, I just don't want to see you compromise who you are for a relationship. Mm -hmm. And Peter says, well, it's a relationship. Of course I'm compromising who I am. Yes. And it was like, 
Whoa. That is not what a relationship no. is. Like you make compromises on things that you want, mm-hmm. you know, or priorities. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. deprioritize this thing in order to prioritize something that you want. Yeah. And there's also something to um, growing. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. maybe healing. Yeah. Um, but compromising who you are. Yeah. Sounds very definitive. Oh, and it's just so unhealthy. Yeah. So unhealthy. And the fact that he says it like, this is, of course, duh. This is how relationships work, little brother. And his little brother's just like, like rolls his eyes like, I, all right, whatever. Like uh-huh. his brother is way more grounded than he is. Grounded, wise, and I think better looking. Uh, he is so much better looking than yeah. Peter. Yeah. It, yeah. I And I feel like I get the sense that uh, his brother doesn't have anything to prove. No, he's just kind of like, hey, like this is your life. Here's my thoughts on it. Yeah, he's more confident in who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's because he doesn't let uh, relationships uh, compromise who he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't trade off who he is in order to feel affirmed. Yeah. So that that seems to go well. Then Madison comes up next. Um, and before Madison goes in with the family, Madison and Peter have a little talk. For what we later find out to be three hours. Yeah, it was it was a little bit more than a little talk. At least according to Barb. According to Barb, it was three. No one d- denied it, so I would assume it probably was. Because they even mentioned like, oh, Peter you guys said, are finally coming yeah, in. And Peter says, sorry, it took so long. We had to have a little talk. Uh, but it was definitely more than a little talk. And she he asks, how are you doing? And she says, not good. Yeah, no. Like, what do you think? She spends a few minutes just kind of laying out how she feels. Yeah. And how he has made her feel. Yeah. How he's hurt her. Yeah. Uh, And sort of defending herself that it's like, look, I didn't tell you what to do, but I told you what this would mean to me. Like, Yeah. I don't know what you're expecting. Like I said this, if you do this thing, it would hurt me. And then you did that thing. Yeah. And uh, he just doesn't seem to get it. Mm-mm. Uh, in fact, like he tries to give her an ultimatum. Yeah, he totally does. He totally does. But he says to her, like, I don't know how, uh, you feel. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. she just told you how she, she just spent feels. 15 minutes saying how she feels. And he's like, I don't know how you feel. And here's what I came to the conclusion on. Peter just wants to hear people say nice things about him. Yeah. And we've been saying this now for weeks on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he would have, and I think things like uh, with Hannah in the past or with Madison or with Victoria, things like, I love you. And then he's like, say it again. Or uh, I love you. Oh, I love hearing you say that. Like, yeah. not I love you too. Yeah. I love hearing you say how much you love me. Well, and there's something that he says that I want to touch on, but there are like two things that happen in this interaction that mm-hmm. I absolutely have to call out. Yeah, do it. Uh, one of them is that uh, he says like almost like defensively and aggressively to her, like I've been in your exact situation. I know how you feel. Yes, he does. He, he made it a very big point. Like I've been in the final four. I've had to be in a relationship with someone who was pursuing a relationship with other people. Yeah. And I know how you feel. And it's like, if you know how she feels, then why would you put her through that too? Why would you, why wouldn't you do better? If you loved her, if you loved her, or if you loved any of these women, why wouldn't you treat this very differently and say, you know, I've been there and I don't want to do to other people what was done to me. Uh, but he's just so selfish. Yeah. 
so self-centered. Uh, yeah, I got the feeling that it was like uh, there wasn't enough m- of Peter in all of her sentences. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, a hundred percent. And then um, he's like, he, he keeps trying to like bring it back to these things. And then she eventually says, Peter loves, not the issue. Mm. Like I love you. Yeah. And I know you love me. Or at least what you're saying, like love isn't the issue. And so then Peter says, well, what's the issue? You slept <laughs> with two other women days where were you in the last hour of this conversation days before you were going to propose to me what's the issue and she's like all of this crap like what do you mean like i'm sorry but if you care about someone and i'm just saying care i'm not saying love yeah yeah just if you deeply care about someone mildly care you're not sleeping with other people before you're about to make a huge decision with that person. Yeah. Like it doesn't, this doesn't make sense. He does not love her. No, he doesn't. He doesn't love anyone but himself. Yeah. Uh, and it just drives me crazy that yet again, he's demanding out of Madison, what he's not willing to put forward himself, Mm -hmm. which is commitment. Uh, that he's like, I just feel like you're not committed to me. So I had sex with other people. (laughs) It's like, what? Yeah, and he keep and he just keeps trying to like charm his way with her, and she's not really having it. Oh, when he was like leaning in to kiss her, he like, tries to kiss her multiple times, like four or five times that she pulls away, and she keeps pulling back. And I was like, "You go, girl." Yeah, like that's great. And also, like, what a predator! Like, <laughs> yeah, she's obviously saying no. Just stop. Just stop. Ah. Uh. Yeah. So that all happens, and one of the biggest things that that. Uh, I noticed at the end of this conversation is that, and, and I pointed this out to you, he's still yet to apologize. Yeah. I, I don't remember ever hearing Peter say, Madison, I'm so sorry. No. And what I've done has hurt you. And I, I'm just so sorry. No, it's all like, why can't we get past this? Yep. Like, I don't understand I'm what the big hurt. deal is. I'm, she says, I'm hurt. And he says, well, can't we get past this? Well, a great way to start getting past it is acknowledging that what you did hurt Owning her. your stuff. Owning it. Yeah. But he can't or won't. It was so bad. It was so bad. So, uh, But they end that conversation finally. They decide to walk in now. They've had this three-hour conversation. They go in and, and meet the family. Before that, how they end the conversation, this cracked me up. She says, like, five things. Like, <laughs> she's really trying to do, like, mental, gymnast- mental gymnastics. And she's like, these things happened, but I want to see where this goes, and I want to try and move forward, and I love you, and, like, three other things. She's, like, talking herself Talking up. herself into it. Yeah. And he just says, I'm so sorry. I'm just really excited about that one thing you said. The first thing you said. The first thing you said, yeah. which which was, he was talking about, I love you. Mm-hmm. And it was all he heard. Mm-hmm. That was all he heard. Yep. He's all about himself. Oh, that, man, I'm sorry. I just had to call that out. For it drove sure. me crazy. So then they go in. Yep. And Peter's family is not having it. They are super cold to her. Yep. And... I don't know how, but every single one of them in their one-on-one with her, <clears throat> excuse me, in their one-on-ones with her, uh, they make her out to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And out of all of the potential bad guys, 
she's definitely not it. Mm -mm. But they all kind of make her out that way, except for for Peter's dad, Peter Sr. Yeah. Like, they have a good talk, and she says, I just want Peter... To be happy. To be happy, and I want him to be with someone who loves him uh, because he's special. Mm Mm-hmm. And Peter's dad gets choked up. Like, he doesn't respond. But, like, you could mm-hmm. tell he's like, man, this is, uh, that's the, way, the right answer. The way Madison talks about him, she definitely cares for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She definitely, I think she's very uh, misguided. Yeah, I'm I'm sad for her that she cares for him. Yeah. Uh, she deserves so much better. Yep. Um, but she definitely cares about him. But, and then, uh, so Madison has a conversation with Barbara culminates in her talk with Barb and Barbara makes it very clear that, um, they're very different people. She talks about how, uh, um, she's, she calls Madison out and says, you're very religious, <laughs> which but, is never <clears throat> like a nice thing to say to someone. No one ever says you're religious in a positive way. Like, Oh, you're so religious. <clears throat> like that's a, that's a, a cut. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then she goes, you know, and Peter's spiritual, like, like I'm, I'm spiritual. spiritual. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Peter likes to go out and go clubbing and go to parties and essentially sleep around. And, um, you guys have just very different lifestyles and I don't want anyone to change who my son is. Yeah. Like very much proud of who her son is. Yeah. It seems like she knows her son is a playboy Mm -hmm. and she is like cheering him on in that. And that would just be another huge red flag for me to like get out. Oh yeah. If a mother-in-law is saying, Hey, you guys are not compatible. My son really fools around. And and as a family, two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. And we're good with it. <laughs> Not only are we good with it, we are proud of it and want it to continue well on into his marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that would be, okay, I'm out. Like, if this is your stock, if this is where you're coming <laughs> from, uh, yeah, we don't have anything in common. Mm-hmm. Anything. Uh, because we met Madison's family and I would love to see Chad and Barb in a room together. At a Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so great. Like like, that would be the final countdown. Oh yeah. Chad, who, uh, I'm guessing is probably, uh, a teetotaler doesn't drink, uh, because at their family dinner, they toast with, uh, sweet tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm guessing Chad doesn't drink and, it seems like this might be a little uh, like on the line for me to say, but it seems like Barb doesn't know when to stop drinking. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Do we see her drinking? Uh, we see her drinking, uh, but I, I don't mean to say like she acts sloshed. What I mean to say is that is the only defense and credit that I can give her is that maybe she, maybe was, drunk. she was drunk when she said all those things. I mean, we'll get there, but she definitely feels and means all these things based off of her time in the audience and the the final ceremony. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt there too. That like maybe she's, <laughs> she's on vacation still drunk. and still she's like, I've been maybe. drinking since noon. Maybe I'll say what I want. I doubt it, but maybe uh, I, I just don't understand how anyone could be as toxic and vile as her yeah. sober. Yeah. Well, and so Madison's 
time with the family kind of ends, and then it comes back to just Peter and the family, and Barb makes it very, very clear. By beginning with crying. Crying. But at some point, she eventually just comes straight out and says, like, pick Hannah. Well, first she says, Peter says, why are you crying? And she says, she's not there for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She, Hannah, or I'm sorry, Madison has not been there for Peter. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been there day, she's a day one or been there for Peter. Mm-hmm. Like a, a consistent, solid, non-dramatic, doesn't get involved in any of the craziness going on, like a solid woman. And then she says, uh, this is not to Peter. Or no, it is to Peter. She says, I, you know what I did last night? I prayed that <laughs> the Lord would guide you and that and you bring would, someone into your life. Yeah. Yeah. That you would uh, pick the right person that, and he's brought a perfect angel into your life mm-hmm. and that's Hannah Ann. And it's so funny because the reason Madison has having so much problem with them is their lack of including God and relationship yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. And now she's saying, but Hannah, I prayed. I prayed and she's here and she's an angel. You're religious. I'm not religious, but I prayed and Hannah's an angel. <clears throat> yep. And uh, g- God's put her in your life, Peter. Yep. God God put this woman who's causing you to sin in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a blessing from the Lord. That sounds like uh, some pretty solid theology to me. I think so. I mean, you went to seminary. Barbara, I didn't. Barbara should start a church. Uh, or maybe even a seminary. Oh, that's a great idea. Like she should be teaching theology mm-hmm. to people, yep. not just like the yeah. the weak how to peasants hear from like the Lord, me. how to know what God's will is. Yeah, she yeah. she needs to be teaching you. That's a great idea. Yeah, I, I should learn from her. Yeah. Uh, so that insanity happens, uh, and I literally can't wait to see. I can't wait until she sees what we've seen out of Hannah Ann this entire season. And then has to eat her words in well, calling think, her an angel. I don't think she... I mean, she's still very much in the finale, a little bit of spoilers, is huge Hannah Ann supporter, but she's seen all the season up to this point now. We would assume so. Like, I'm assuming she's been watching with us because this was recorded this week. Yeah, and uh, Lord knows how much she uh, is obsessed with Peter. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're right. I'm sure she did watch, but apparently... Uh, she still thinks Madison is awful. Yeah. And so uh, that's the kind of the end of the meeting of the families, unless you have anything else there. Nope. Um, so then we go to like the date portion uh, for the week. And so Madison gets her date with, with Peter and they go and they're like flying around. Ayers Rock. <coughs> Ayers Rock. Yep. And uh, they call it something else, but I'm pretty sure that's Ayers Rock. I have no clue, honestly. Yeah. But I think Madison realizes some things in, in this date. Yeah, because he's smiling and looking out the window, and we zoom in on her, and she's wiping tears out of her eyes in the helicopter. Yeah. And there's even a voiceover of her talking during this, like, yeah. I realize some things Yeah, at this time. Like, uh, we really do have very different values, and maybe we're not compatible. Yeah. And, you know? So she uh, lets him down. I felt, like, very easy. Well, at least tries to. He wasn't really having it the first few tries. That's true. Uh, but finally Mm -hmm. she lets him down. She says it in a way that he understands and she leaves. Yeah. Gets in the car. She's outie. And, 
I could not have been more proud of her through her whole interaction with him. Yep. Like she really, she showed so much maturity, so she much carried wisdom. herself so well. Yeah. Yeah. She carried herself so well. She was, uh, she said some things like, uh, uh, I would never want to make you feel like you need to change. Um, but I also don't want to be made to feel like I need to change. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you go girl. Like, yeah. You don't. She, she, she owned all those interactions. She did great with them. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, she, she leaves and that's kind of the end of yesterday's episode. Yeah. So then we get into today where, uh, more of the fun. There is a lot of fun that happened today. So, uh, at the end of, uh, one of the things that we kind of skipped over is right after Madison's date, he has a one-on-one with Hannah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And he doesn't tell her that Madison's gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she says, uh, in like a off camera interview, like a voiceover, she says there's, as I'm looking in his eyes, I can tell there's something off. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just want him to feel fully committed to me. Like she's interpreting whatever's going on behind his eyes as uh, him. He's going to choose Madison. Choosing Madison, Mm -hmm. not knowing that what he's really doing is grieving over the fact that Madison That he lost Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And like, I really think, (coughs) I feel very strongly that he would have been given the opportunity. He would have continued on for months and with even both of them. years with both of them. Oh yeah. Like he's a, he's what polygamists are made of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand polygamy. I don't judge anyone who is polygamist. I think it's wrong and I think it's weird odd, <laughs> uh, but I never understood it. And now looking at Peter, I'm like, okay, like I know what kind now of person I know that what is. the type of person is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know why someone's attracted to that. They're just narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, they, he has the date with her. It seems okay. It makes Hannah feel very uncertain. Very, He's, yeah. He vulnerable. tells her, yeah, my heart's being pulled in two different directions. Mm-hmm. What is she to think? Also, like such a uh, awful cop out to say my heart's being pulled in two different directions when he knows that in her mind she's thinking this show is between me and Madison. Mm-hmm. And the reality is he's like my heart being pulled in two different directions is I'm obsessed with Madison and she dipped on me. She dumped me Mm -hmm. and I'm not now that's uh, I I want the forbidden fruit even more. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the episode kind of ends there. Yep. And uh, we pick up at pretty much the rose rose ceremony. ceremony for the week. Yeah. And, uh, we finally get to see what we've been teased out about when uh, Chris walks up to Peter and says, I'm so sorry. We just found out Yep, that Hannah is thinking about not coming today. Yeah. She, in fact, he, yeah. It, I mean, it was just like uh, Peter was a wreck at that moment. And I really felt like I could be wrong, but I really felt like in that moment for him, it was like, he was he was in a wreck not because Hannah wasn't coming but because he was going to go home alone. Yeah, he was thinking very much about how he was going to appear to people. Yeah, this was all about optics for him mm-hmm. and not about being in love with in love with Hannah. any one person or yeah. yeah anyone yeah. 
Uh, but, uh, after we have, you know, five, 10 minutes of Peter having an emotional breakdown, Chris comes back and he says, Hey, Hannah's coming. Well, actually they drive somewhere and he has conversations with the, with like producers and stuff. Yeah. I don't even think it was a drive. I think it was just, they were, it might've been around there. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that they set up the rose ceremony in like the backyard of an Airbnb, Mm. you know? And so it was just like off camera. Could have been. Uh, which it looked like it was kind of set up to be like the, it was definitely a room, like there was a bedroom in there, but I think they were kind of setting that up as the like craft services and makeup and all that kind of mm-hmm. location because you can't like, it looks like they're in the middle of nowhere, but you can't film a TV show in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You need, you need electricity. You yeah. need uh space for all of these staff to like have lunch and, like, yep. you know, uh, and so I think that's what that was. They were in like craft services essentially. So Hannah does end up showing up and um, she comes up to him and they are talking and he n- still never tells her what happened with Madison. No, he just says, you know, I've been telling you that my heart's being pulled <clears throat> in two different directions. And she's like, yeah. And he says, well, the truth is, Madison, Madison went home two days ago. Two days ago. He doesn't even say left. He said Madison went home. Oh. And it's like, dude. you doesn't s- say like she she chose something. She He very much downplayed it and made it sound like it was his decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like without, you know, like a, like a nice way of saying like it was my decision. Mm-hmm. Like didn't want to be like throwing her under the bus. That's mm-hmm. what he made it sound like. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw her under the bus, but she's not in the picture anymore. You know, that was kind of like that. She's, she's not even a factor. It's just you. And, yep. and he even says like, uh, <laughs> this cracked me up. Uh, after Madison leaves that morning, like he's getting ready for the proposal. He says the words, I'm a hundred percent confident that Hannah Ann is the right choice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm 100% confident that you have zero other choices. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 100% confident you have no clue what you're doing. (laughs) 60% of the time, it works every time. Yep. Uh, And so he proposes to her, and (coughs) she says yes, Mm -hmm. but in the least emotional way possible. Yeah, it was such a weird interaction for me. Um, I kind of like looked at Tyler and we chatted about it a little bit during when we were watching it live and we don't think, or I don't think that she was actually excited about it. Mm-hmm. She was kind of just saying yes and doing what she thought she needed to do in the moment. And we find out as much as that that was true. Yeah. She kind of says that's what happened yeah. in the tell all later. Yeah. Um, and that's why like her excitement seemed faked. And there was no like tears of joy. There was not, no, nothing about it seemed real. Oh yeah. It very, very much seemed like a put on show. Yeah. And it was true. Yeah, it absolutely was. So, uh, we, uh, head home or Peter heads home. I'm sorry. We head home with Peter and, uh, he sits down to tell his family and he kind of drags it out, like just a toy with him. Um, well, right before this, before you get into that, we get a, just a, a, some FaceTime with Peter where he just says about how happy he is that he's engaged. <laughs> it has nothing I'm engaged, to do with, I'm so happy. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Hannah no. or who he's going to spend the rest of his life with. No. It's 
I'm so happy I get to have this title. I've known a lot of new fiancés, a lot of young men that were, you know, newly fiancéd. Mm-hmm. And every single one of them say something to the effect of, I can't believe I got so lucky with her. Like, she's the most amazing person. Yep. Uh, I can't believe, like, she's so out of my league. You know, it's all stuff like that. Yeah, about the other person. Because that's what, like, genuine affection looks like. Yeah. And, uh, well, you're blinded to self and you're looking only at that person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't see her for all of the Peter in the way. Yeah. He's just so excited about what this means for him. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm engaged. Uh, yeah, that was awful. It was, it was hard to to listen. So then he, then he goes home and he drags out announcing to his family who he chose and very much making it play. Like he's going to say he's going to pick Madison. I think, yeah, a little bit. And his mother's cringe. Barb's cringe is so visceral. Like she's like, she looks in pain when he's like dragging this out because she thinks he's going to say Madison Mm -hmm. and she's like clutching her son in her husband's hand. And she just literally looks like she's being whipped and beaten. I just got a notification. Not Mm. a big deal. NBD. I'm popular. You're not. (coughs) I'm not popular at all. But yeah, that it, it it just kind of cracked me up. Uh, But he tells them it's Hannah and she, Barb is just like, oh, thank God. You know, she's so happy. The rest of us are brooding. Yeah, she was terrified Madison was going to get picked. Yeah, but uh, tells her that, uh, tells them that he picked Hannah. And and, uh, then. It's also super weird that Hannah's not there. Yeah, like they do a FaceTime thing, but she's not with him. Yeah. And then uh, they do a, okay, now is their first time getting to see each other. Hannah's going to LA. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she kind of like calls him on his crap. On a lot of things. This is, and I'll say this from here through the end of the episode, I'm like, you know what, Hannah? Good job. You know what? I, I am too. But not because I am thrilled with Hannah, but, but because I'm so loathing of Peter. <clears throat> just ready for Peter to get hit with what he's been putting I, out. Yeah, yeah, I just need him to be put in his place. Yeah. Like, I feel like no one's going to do it. His brother tried-ish, but not really. His brother was still like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, team Peter for sure, which I understand. It's brothers. Um, but it, it was like, he needs to be put down. Mm-hmm. This is, this is old yeller that needs to be taken out behind the barn and shot. Yeah. I mean, I, and we talked about this too. I think Hannah still definitely has her own issues. Yeah. And maybe sociopathic tendencies. Yes. But this was a shining moment for her. It was, it was definitely, <laughs> I will concede to you. It was her best moment on the season. Mm-hmm. If this would have been the Hannah Ann we saw all season, I would have been a fan. Oh, yeah, because the gloves are off. Like, this Mm -hmm. is finally, like, hitting home to her. Part of me, I I mentioned this to you, and I I don't want to be too disparaging. I feel like I'm being pretty negative this uh, podcast episode, but part of me really felt like this was Hannah's move all along and that he just gave her a very convenient out. Like she was actually kind of happy that this happened this way because now she looks like the victim. Right. Yeah. yeah, that that he's the bad guy and she doesn't have to leave him uh, 
for a less good reason. <coughs> like he gave her a real good reason to walk out. Yeah, totally. But uh, he gives her, th- or I'm sorry, she gives him the ring back, like kind of throws it in his face a little bit. Not literally, but she's like, this is the thing you gave to me. You robbed me of my first engagement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dang. And she specifically calls out the downplaying of Madison and what happened in that final week. Yeah, absolutely. Like you knew Madison was gone and that she left and all the things that happened and you purposefully downplayed it knowing that I wouldn't think and like, what was I to do? I only had two days. And then she's like, you had two days to tell me. <laughs> you mean only two days. If you love me and you want to be open and honest with me, how would you withhold that information? <laughs> if you want to be my lover. You got to get with my friends. You got to get with my friends. You want to make it last forever. Friendship never ends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, it ends up not working out. They break off the engagement at some point between the final week and now. Yeah. And as that happens, Chris Harrison hears about it as well. Yeah. I'm sure Peter called him and talked to him. And so Chris decides he's going to go and meet with Madison. Yeah. So he flies out to Auburn, Alabama. Yep. Sits down with uh, Madison and just asks her. Oh, there was one more thing. Okay. With Hannah. And it was so worth mentioning. Yeah. She says, you know, Peter, if you want to be with a woman, you got to be a man. Oh, that was the, that was the mic drop moment. Yep. That was the the Z snap, the mic drop, the double clap. Like it was all the glory that I've been waiting for all season. Absolutely. That payout right there. And you're not a man, Peter, you're a boy. We were watching with our friend Jake and he pointed out how red Peter's ears were. Oh, at that moment. Yeah. Like he was like, do you see how red his ears are? Like he was on fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she was right. And she, she like demanded of him. Do you see like how you've betrayed me? And he just kind of like sullenly nods. He's, yeah, he eventually says, yeah. And uh, she's like, that's all I need to hear. I can move on now and I can start to rebuild my life back where it was before you. And uh, goodbye. Mm-hmm. But then I don't understand this. And maybe, then they hold hands on I'm, the way to yeah, the car. Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe I'm clueless on like relationships, but I would not be able to touch him after that. Yep. Because we also find out. Actually, no, we find this out later, so I'll save it. But we find out... No, nah, I'm going to say it now. We find out <laughs> that Peter had reached out to Hannah B. Oh, at yeah. At some point during their engagement. Yeah. To quote-unquote get closure. But it's like, if you weren't closed there... Uh, yeah. What are you doing getting engaged to other people? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Why He's, did you even accept being The Bachelor this season? I can't tell if Peter is a seven or a three. I would say probably both. Yeah. Uh, it's just which one's higher. I don't know. Yeah. Enneagram humor. Uh, well, uh, that ends. Uh, Chris flies out to be with Madison uh, or well, to talk to Madison. And he kind of like, it really boils down to, do you regret leaving? And, oh, but before he asks that, he says, well, uh, Peter and Hannah yep. broke up. And the very first the response thing out the of most her telling mouth, thing, yeah. she said, is he okay? Yep. It was like, gosh, dang it. 
Peter does not deserve Madison. No. Oh, um, yeah, it's for me. It's heartbreaking that she has feelings for him, but she genuinely cares about him. Yeah, she does. And so my hope is that Peter learns how to mature quick and grows quick and becomes the man that Madison deserves and needs. But everything I've seen so far, dang, I'm so sorry, Madison. So while uh, we're watching this tape of Madison talking to Chris, uh, we have a picture in picture of a few different people. But the thing that just really floored me was the literal textbook disgust that Barb showed while Madison was talking. Mm -hmm. Like I told you guys, but like... uh, like, because my dad's a cop and, like, I grew up kind of in that environment, like, I've been around a lot of uh, deception training, uh, like, firsthand and secondhand. And, like, her facial expression was the universal facial expression of disgust. And it wasn't even like she was trying to contain it. It was just blatantly out mm-hmm. there that she was disgusted. And you can tell it, it's it's like a, it's it's like an upper lip snarl. Uh, so you like kind of scrunch your nose up and your yep. upper lip up and that's the universal eyes. Yeah. That's the universal facial expression <clears throat> of disgust. And it blew me away that she was disgusted at Madison. Yeah. Like how can she hear Madison's response of is Peter okay? And be <laughs> disgusted at that. This woman cares far too much for my son. And I hate her. I hate her. Yeah. No one can care for my son more than me. And I think that's actually a big thing. Yeah. I think um, Barbara has seen Hannah and has seen Madison and is like, if Hannah's picked, I know I'm still going to rule this kingdom. Yeah. If Madison is picked, I can't control her. Because we're going to get to this in a moment, but it's very clear to us in this episode that Barb rules the entire kingdom. Oh, for sure. It's her house. It's her house. And Hannah is too... Just emotional manipulation the whole time. Oh, yeah. And Hannah, I think she perceives as being too um, polite or dainty Mm -hmm. to be a threat. Yeah. She knows she can get her in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, Madison decides, let's go to LA and meet with Peter. Mm -hmm. And she tells him that she still has feelings for him, which I can't stand, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Yep. And I want nothing but the best for her. Absolutely. So I'm rooting for Peter to get better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so we have, uh, uh, I think we skipped over a little bit that, uh, we have, um, Hannah and Peter in the hot seat together and she dresses him down again. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the funny thing to like counteract all of our points about Barb, the funny thing is she claps for all of, all of Hannah's yep. dressing him down. Like Peter's mom agrees with Hannah. Well, and it's because I think she's equally pissed off at Madison as she is at Peter for making that decision. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably true. And so she's mad at both of them. Yeah. Because she just wants her way. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, Madison comes out and... Uh, 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 sorry, I'm looking at my notes. 
It's just are you, a are lot you talking of about at the poolside or during the ceremony. No, at the ceremony, unless there was anything on the poolside, not really. To talk about it was just kind of that they kind of meet and yeah. realize that there's could be a thing again, and so they're texting back and forth until this ceremony. Yeah, and so uh, I just I was scrolling through a lot of notes about I can't stand Barb. <laughs> yeah, lots of Barb this Barb that. Yeah, yeah, lots of that. So I'm just gonna scroll past a lot of it. Um, and once again, uh, so we have Madison come out and, uh, they sit down together and, uh, I can't stand how much Peter is defending Madison. Like she needs defending. Oh yeah. Madison, Madison carried herself once again, like a champ oh, in this, in the end of this episode. So great. Cause Barb comes out guns a blazing. Yeah. With, I think, a lot of ridiculous things. Yeah. But definitely possibly hurtful things. Yeah. And Madison's response is, you know, I'm not here to talk about the past or things of the past. And I'm definitely not here to talk crap on someone's family. Um, Yeah. She, in fact, says, I care about Peter. And so, therefore, I care about Peter's family. And I'm not going to say a bad thing about any of them. She's anticipating a life with him. She has, she is. And Peter's mom most definitely is not. No. And she makes it clear later on, like, this is not going to work out. No, I think even, like, right before then is when, because uh-huh. uh, I think uh, Madison was, that was when uh, Chris gave Madison the chance to respond to Barb. Because mm. Barb literally says, uh, she doesn't care about Peter. And she made us wait for hours. And didn't even apologize. And didn't even apologize. Oh my gosh, Barbara, I didn't know your time was so important. And I didn't, I didn't realize that um, your time was more important than your son having a conversation with his potential fiance. Also, how about the fact that your son didn't apologize to his potential fiance for, for sleeping with other women, other women yeah, days yeah. before he would propose yeah. to her? Like, how about that? How apology? dare you try to change him? All right. <laughs> but she says at the end of it, at the end of that uh, conversation, she says, uh, it won't work. Uh, me and my 25 year old son and my husband and all the people who know Peter know it won't work. And we're just trying to get him to see the light and to end this. And here's the thing. I don't necessarily disagree with that statement. Yeah. I don't think it'll work either, but that's because I don't know if Peter can change. Peter's a dog. I'm just so upset for Madison that she's going to have to go through this heartbreak again at some point. Absolutely. I hope that's not the case. I hope he changes. I hope he matures and and we don't have to relive this, but along the way, because I don't think either of us can even dare to hope that Barbara isn't going to be a monster to her the entire time. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't think if, if they do stick together, it's going to be hard for Madison to be at family functions with Barb. Yeah. And it's going to be like that alone. Even if (coughs) Peter and Madison didn't have all of the, Things we've already talked about even standing if it was in the just way. tonight's episode yeah. even if it was just tonight's episode i it, it's very difficult to overcome that sort of a vile uh and vehement uh opposition of you yeah i mean at one point she leans over to her husband and uh, says something to him in Spanish. Well, but it's because she's still doing some more yeah, crap she's, talking. She's saying lots of negative, bad things. And the crowd is <laughs> turning on her hard. She gets booze. She gets multiple booze. She gets booze. And so um, I had texted one of our friends who uh, speaks Spanish. 
and said, hey, like, did you get what she said? And she, the, uh, By the way, one of our friends who speaks Spanish, who has the whitest name I've ever heard in my life. Well, I mean, we've talked about her before. Yeah. She's one of Athena. the people. Athena, yeah. Yeah. Not well, a, not, she doesn't like speak Spanish great, but she understands Spanish better. Oh, okay. Um, but I knew she'd be watching. Yeah. And we were kind of texting back and forth in the show. And so well, I and she has her, a lot of family. Yep. Yeah. And so we, we asked her what she said and um, then also found it on Twitter. Uh, what was said. And, uh, so she had said to her husband in Spanish, say something negative to help me. Yeah. Like how toxic she is so toxic. And why did she say it in Spanish? Well, because she, was, she knew it was wrong yeah. and she was trying to hide it from everyone at the very least, the people in her immediate vicinity. Yeah. I don't think for a moment that she ever dreamed that that would be picked up on a microphone. Probably not. And she was just trying to spare herself from the people in her immediate vicinity, which were mostly white women in their 20s. Yeah. She knew that all the things she's been saying are casting her in a bad light, and she wanted someone else to share that. Yeah, because no one in that room agreed with her. Mm -mm. And it was so funny to watch him struggle to say something negative. Yeah. Because I really think he likes Madison. I think so, too. Like, I think... I think I, he's wishing he married someone like Madison. <laughs> I think so, too. I think so, too. Like, because what did I do? Now I understand why they needed a vow renewal. It was for him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right. I don't know uh, if I can make it another two years. we will probably do that every couple years, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> because she just, like, tries his patience. Yeah. Or maybe it's because they're just so open with their sexuality. Like, she was very for Peter having lots of sexual partners. Yeah. Maybe they're, she's very much like that in their relationship. I don't know. Yeah, she didn't say this explicitly, <clears throat> but I did get the feeling that uh, she was pro-Peter being promiscuous well into marriage. It seemed that way. Like she like, does not, I want to be clear, she does not say that explicitly. She doesn't. But what she does say is, Peter's lifestyle is very much partying, sleeping around, and I don't want someone to change him, which means like, well, but if we're engaged, like you still expect him to be doing those things? Right. Well, so. and for him to be in a committed relationship with her, Barb still expected him to be doing those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I just don't, I mean... Come on, I, call me crazy out there, uh, but as a woman, I don't feel like that sends a great message to young women. No. Uh, and feel free to call me an ignorant man for that. Uh, I well own that I might be, but that did not feel great. No, it's not good. If you're going to be in a committed relationship, you're committed to who that person is. You don't with, with other people. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm fed up with her, but Madison holds her ground and holds it well, yep. composes herself beautifully, <laughs> and uh, it seems like Peter and Madison are going to make a go try, of things. Try and make it work, yeah. And that's kind of where the episode ends. That's kind of how our Bachelor season ends. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was season one of The Bachelor. I for us. I can't believe, yeah. I mean, this is season 19, <laughs> like, I think. I was like 25. <laughs> well, of just The Bachelor, I think it's 19. Oh, okay. Yeah, because if you include the others, you know. Got it. Might be more. Or maybe it's 25. Maybe you're I right now. No I don't know. I have no clue. 
but uh, let's jump into uh, some of our, our Twitter responses. Let's see what the Twitterverse is saying about uh, this episode. Yeah, there was a few different tweets that I thought were pretty funny or worth mentioning. Uh, mm-hmm. One is from someone who just calls themselves B. Um, she says, Queen B. <clears throat> uh, Barb is the worst. Peter's the second worst. <laughs> uh, Maddie is and always has been the gem of this season. Mm-hmm. Hannah Ann stepped into the queen status tonight. Yeah. And I'm glad the season is over. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. Honestly, I'm excited for hopefully a bachelorette season that I can hear from other Bachelor Nation fans. Yeah. This is a good season. Yeah. Yeah. What Tyler and I have heard this entire season is this has been the worst season ever. Absolutely. Yeah. That's everything I've heard too. And I even, I even turned to you, uh, you know, I made it clear on this podcast before that really the only, I, I had half watched a little bit of, uh, one of the earliest seasons with my family when I was just a little kid, but I don't remember any of it. And so my main exposure to the bachelor has been Ari's season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did this same thing at the finale. Like he flip flopped and went back to his, second choice kind of a thing oh and then another interesting thing that we never really mentioned and i don't know why it happened but kelly was here yeah kelly was here they they called her out like hello to kelly i wonder if they were just like because it was at the very beginning so i wonder if they were just trying to like make people think at the very beginning like maybe something would happen there but or i mean you kind of we talked about how kelly wasn't in the women tell all she wasn't even invited to it yeah and you had told me that she wasn't invited to it and that kind of came out and i wonder if it was just the producer's response to bachelor nation their outcry mm. for Kelly uh-huh. that they were like, well, we kind of messed up, not inviting her. We need to at least show bachelor nation that mm-hmm. we are on good terms with her. Yeah. And so they invited, I her think Madison to, needs to hit up um, Kelly and go get a restraining order on Barb. Yeah. For some legal yeah. counsel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> against uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, Maddie, if you're listening, uh, you should definitely do that. And uh, Kelly, if you're listening, I hope you watched this season and recognize that Madison deserves that pro bono. Yeah. And um, (laughs) try to talk her out of bad decisions. We're happy you got out and you realized a lot of things. And you know what? Maddie's young and she needs a mentor like you in her life now more than ever. Yeah. So help a girl out. Uh, Another tweet that came in. This was actually after last night's episode was um, if you were to board a flight tomorrow, would your primary concern be a, COVID-19, which is the coronavirus, or B, the fact that an individual with Peter Weber's decision-making ability could be operating the aircraft. (laughs) Hey, he's a co-pilot, all right? He He has zero responsibility. If the pilot goes down to the coronavirus, (laughs) he's up. It's all up to Peter. He's up. Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, hope that Peter would have the uncommon sense to get over the the PA and ask if there was a pilot on board. Hello, is there a pilot here? <laughs> this is your co-pilot speaking. Is there a pilot on board? <laughs> and uh, that Leslie Nielsen could bust into the cockpit and say, good luck, we're all counting on you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be very terrified of that. To be honest <laughs> with you, m- even more than being afraid of, of someone with Peter's level of judgment being in charge of the plane, I would be more terrified that somehow, some way I was sat next to Peter and then would have to talk to him. For I would the have to talk to flight. him. Yeah. Whatever length of flight that would be. 
uh, because there is zero chance that I would be able to hold back my uh, my despisement. Yeah, I feel like ha- now having seen him through the season, it would be difficult. Yeah. But I feel like if it would have been like before I knew anything about him and we sat next to each other on the plane, he seems like a very easy, lighthearted, non-deep person. Yeah. And so it'd be easy conversation. Easy small talk. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, but now knowing what I know, I'd hate to see him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway. Uh, and then the, I, last one. Yeah, right? there was one more tweet okay. that I really thought was worth. Uh, this one's pretty funny. It was from our, our dear friend Sean Lowe, who was another bachelor oh, yeah. person. Yeah. Yep. Um, he said, "My wife, who I think was who we met through Bachelor, right? He's one of the ones that actually got married. I think so. I don't know if I'm wrong. Geckos, you can let me know." Um, but Sean Lowe tweeted, "My wife is mad and yelling at the TV, and I'm pretty sure it's going to ruin my night. And I'd kind of like an apology from Barb for that." barb owes an apology to all of us yeah why she's probably one of the most hated um people in america right now i would guess so uh she's pretty high up there on my list right now Uh now uh i want to be clear we've talked about this a couple of times uh barb is a real person yep do not bully her do not bully her don't even reach out to her on social media nope we disagree with her and a lot of what she did tonight but we're once again, this is a podcast in jest, and we would never um, intentionally attack her in any way. Absolutely. That being said, she's the worst. Yeah, and we don't like her. <laughs> we and, don't and do like what her. you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't, no, no, don't, don't, do, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Um, uh, talk about her with your friends. Yeah. She's a TV personality at this point, but she is a human being, and if you uh, talk to her... Uh, she deserves your courtesy at the at yeah. at the very least. Yep. Um, but she's the worst, and uh, she uh would be liter- my literal nightmare. I might have a nightmare tonight about having her as a mother in law. That that would be terrifying. Yeah, I don't know how I would have her as a mother in law. It doesn't make sense, but uh, well, no, I guess I still could, but it just wouldn't be her son. It would be her daughter. But uh, yeah, I I will literal I will have literal nightmares about her as a mother in law. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine a single worse person mm-hmm. to be my mother in law. Yeah, like, she's she struck fear into me for sure. I would take Ava Braun <laughs> <laughs> over her. <laughs> over barb i would take point. and this is a throwback to one of our other podcasts <laughs> okay i would take edward launch long shanks <laughs> i would take uh blowing up uh a nuke on the surface of an asteroid oh wow over having <laughs> that's intense <laughs> uh that's a throw back and and throw over to uh one of our other podcasts i hope you guys are uh, checking it out yeah and while uh, we're on potatoes pod while we're on break uh until bachelorette yeah if you want to hear more from myself and tyler and from a couple of our other friends, like we do have a couple other places you can listen to us. Yeah. So that's a uh, rotten potatoes podcast where, uh, four friends review movies that you absolutely should have seen already. Yep. And on real world podcast where Scott and his mother, uh, sit Whoa. down. I know. Yeah. Why'd you have to bring my mom into this? Well, you brought your mom. Into oh, that's this. right. <laughs> uh, Scott and his mother sit down, uh, to talk about, uh, real world issues and, uh, mend the gap between boomers and millennials. Yeah. 
So check us out on one of those other platforms. We would love to hear from you there. Yeah. Uh, and in the break, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to us at hello at batchpadpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, you can give us a follow and uh, talk to us on Twitter at, sorry, I just uh, Batch Pad Pod. had a hiccup, Batch Pad Pod. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'd love to talk to you. It's going to be hard, uh, going, uh, several weeks without talking to our geckos. Yeah. I'm going to kind of miss Monday nights. I am too. Um, but I mean, I guess we're probably going to still watch, uh, um, the singing love one. Honestly, I'll get through a couple episodes. <clears throat> I well, it's only six episodes, I think. Well, then I'll get through one episode. Okay. I love like American Idol, the voice, X factor, those kinds of things. I love the, the auditions and I hate everything else. Yeah. I think the only reason I'm interested in it maybe is if they do a crossover between that and paradise. Like if any of those people might end up on paradise. Oh yeah. Since it is run by them and they've really been promoting it. Like I think it's a possibility. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, and, uh, as if you've been listening to us for a while, you geckos know that uh, Paradise is Scott and I are here for it. Yeah. That's what we're all that's about. What, that's what caught us. Yeah. Uh, so I just can't, I, I can't wait for Paradise. And you're right. I'll do anything to sweeten that pot to make it more interesting for mm-hmm. me. Um, but uh, we uh, are going to be taking a break. We will be back for season two for us. Season two of this podcast will be uh, The Bachelorette uh, with. Uh, Crowley, Claire Crowley. Claire Crowley. Uh, oh, you, oh gosh. Oh man. Yeah, do you want to do a, so a shout out or do you want me to do a shout Why don't out? You or? do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, and this is kind of a perfect time for it is we actually got an email, uh, from someone who sent us email in the past, but we're super happy to, to have her as a gecko and, uh, to, to talk with her and her name is Taylor and she sent us another email this week and, um, it's actually about it. I mean, I'll just read the title. It says our new queen. Claire Crowley. Mm. <clears throat> it says, Hey guys, I've been enjoying tuning into the podcast every week. You guys are killing it. Although we have some differences in opinions, I've enjo- enjoyed hearing you guys, your guys's perspectives every Tuesday. I was pretty shocked, but excited when they announced who the new bachelorette was going to be mainly because I don't think I could stand to watch any woman from Peter's season. Take the lead. Mm. I found this little overview of Claire's time in bachelor nation and thought that you guys might enjoy getting to know a little about her uh, before her season begins. This will be her fifth appearance in the franchise. Wowzer. I think it's going to be a good one. Looking forward to seeing uh, how Peter's journey ends uh, this week. Taylor. And then she sent us a link for a little video that we watched about Claire. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll post that video on our Twitter. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can go check that out there. Uh, But Taylor, thanks so much for reaching out. Yeah. And uh, and just being a faithful listener. We appreciate you so much. And thanks for... And we miss you. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. It's good to hear from you. Um, But yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what Claire's season has for us. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to Bachelorette, which is going to be... uh, Very different. Very different. Than this, I'm assuming. Very different. Yeah. Uh, Less drama in the mansion, Mm. I would guess. Well, and man drama is very different than woman drama. That's true. Yeah, it won't be less drama. It'll just be very different <coughs> drama. Uh, like we might have a fist fight breakout. Maybe. Uh, we might have. And from what I'm hearing, there's uh, 
Claire is a little bit older. I think she's like she 38. Is. Yeah, she's And in they're her... actually casting a lot of older men they as are. well. They are. But there are a couple of 25-year-olds in there. In is the that mix. like the youngest is 25? I think so, yeah. Um, so there are some young bucks in the in the mix. We'll see if they even make it p- through the door. Yeah. Uh, or if she sends them home uh, from the first greeting. It's possible. Uh, it seems like she's uh, matured a lot based on what some of Chris said tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to seeing what she has for us. Totally. Uh, in her choice in men. Uh, but for now, geckos, we love you. We love you so much. And, uh, thanks for taking this journey with us. Yeah. Uh, so many more of you listen than we ever thought would yep. season fun was se- season fun. That's what we can call yeah, it. it was season, season one fun. was season fun. Yeah. Season fun. Uh, season two will be season you Scott. Oh yeah. Or season you to the geckos. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Season two is season you. We want to hear more from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, continue to reach out to us. Thank you to everyone who has sent us emails and reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, Taylor, Lauren, um, Jody, Jody, all, all the, there was a couple other, Athena did. There were some that reached out to us on Twitter too. Uh, Thank you. Also, uh, you guys might've noticed uh, Sarah and Emily weren't with us on the finale episode. Today's actually Emily's birthday. You know what? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Emily. Happy birthday to you. So uh, happy birthday, Emily. Uh, her and Sarah are actually hanging out together tonight. Uh, and I'm not going to give you their location, but. Yeah, don't um, dox them. They're, uh, they're having fun together celebrating her birthday. And uh, we were texting uh, last week. And she said, basically, she didn't want to do the final episode tonight, not just because it was her birthday, but she was didn't want Peter Weber to ruin her birthday. <laughs> and so we totally get that. Uh, yeah. We thank you guys so much for being on uh, the show earlier in the season. And yeah. we look forward to having you guys on again. Yeah, we'll have them back. Uh, we also have a few a, other, a few other fun guests planned, yeah. guests planned uh, in the next uh, season. So, yeah, all that is to say we love you. Thank you so much for being a part of this with us. And we'll uh, see you next season. We'll see you next season.